Hey everybody, it's me, Lucas, and of course with me always, my friend and fellow homesteader, Eric. Hey, so today's going to be kind of um, a kinder, gentler episode. Uh, it's <laughs> and uh, it's it's kind of an extension on our segment of what's happening on the homestead, but we're also going to be looking around uh, our neighbors uh, in Vermont and uh, talking about harvest this year. So, uh, you know, and this is cool, Eric, before we get into it. So I was starting to look at it this morning, uh, why Americans say fall and, you know, so many other people say autumn. And um, I like to say autumn because I'm pretentious, (laughs) but I think I just found another level of pretentious. It used to just be called harvest before anybody said autumn or fall. Um, So I might just start calling it harvest because uh, for those that are listening that don't know, harvest doesn't happen in a week or a day. It happens over a a, a large period. It was the, yeah, it was from, from September to November is considered harvest. And and they'd always have, because you'd usually have in the old pagan times, would be there would be a big celebration on the solstice, right? And that then that was considered yep. the and, end of harvest and the end of the season, right? And we'd have a harvest moon and all of these things. So uh, very cool. Yes. Um, so where do we want to start? Do we want to talk about apples? Yeah, let's uh, let's start with apples because we were. Uh, yeah, because they we, we we started one of our first episodes was the uh, the, the killer frost. Yeah. And, it was uh, pretty devastating. May 17th, uh, 2023, uh, Vermont uh, and uh, some other parts of yep. New England, but we're going to talk primarily about Vermont, Vermont yep. today. Had, uh, yeah, it was uh, so. 25 degrees on May 17th, which is very abnormal. Uh, getting like a 30, 32 in end of May is normal, but yeah, seeing a 25 was, was devastating because... On top of it already having been warm in April, the apples and everything was blossoming. Yep. We so and that's that's where we run into the <laughs> problems. Yeah. Uh flowers on our plants. Um I had not flowered yep. yet in my new orchard, which is interesting <laughs> for a lot of reasons and I don't I'll get into mm-hmm. it, but about I have two orchards. One is um, you know, full of five and six foot trees uh and the other is a more established orchard and they are about uh conservatively 200 to 300 yards away from each other at different elevations oh yes so you got you get all kinds of good good info on that like on mine i like i had blossoms on mine and my blossoms made it through fine Yep. Well, one orchard mm. didn't, one orchard didn't, but that kind of seems to be the yep. theme around Vermont. Uh, one orchard would and one orchard... Yeah, so it was, uh, they're considering it this year, uh, coming out of uh, the University of Vermont, who've been studying and following it. Uh, we're seeing about a 40% loss in crops uh, for around of apples this year. Uh, but it's also, it's sporadic where it's happening, because... Uh, they they talked to some people and or, or say people say farmers and, and orchard managers uh, and found that like one orchard had no Honeycrisp apples whatsoever they lost them all to the frost but then another another orchard was the opposite they are actually bursting with Honeycrisp apples. <laughs> 
But despite that, we're looking at yep. like an overall 40% decline in the harvest? Okay. And yep, all apples, all, all apples. varieties, and, uh, pick your own, cider apples, everything. And, and, and people are being warned that these 60% that made it, it, it's an ugly harvest this year. Yeah, they don't look good. Um, uh, a couple of places that I've been around my area and uh, the apples, you know, and I was, I was talking about it with um, uh, some folks at the farmer's market when I visited this week. And uh, it is, mm-hmm. they're small yep. and funny looking. Yes. And, but they taste pretty good, you know. And I had some fresh nice. cider that day um, from Chicken Wiggle from uh, Chicken Wiggle Farm. They were doing it here in Chelsea. And, yeah, and there's uh, a lot, and, lot uh, of farms yeah. are saying they're they're not they're not doing pressings this year. Uh, they're not doing pick your owns, uh, but they definitely have crops. And it's just it's obviously the farms that are very much wholesale. They're they're more concerned with the wholesale of it all than than the keeping it local and all that good stuff. Yeah, and and we and help me with my memory here, Eric. But I think we were in the ballpark of about a twenty-five to thirty-five percent loss when we were sort of watching the news roll in and yep. talking to people. That sounds about May right. May and June, um, uh, there was a lot of concern about grapes, yeah, uh, peaches. Uh, didn't uh, I mean across and, the board? Uh, yes. Yeah, peaches were expensive. Yeah, it, this I mean year. that's the thing we're going to um, see. I mean, we're going to see increased prices on on exotic fruits that don't normally grow here because they they're they're not built to grow. I mean, they're not designed yes. to grow here. They're a well, southern. Uh, they're a, a very much a southern fruit. <laughs> and you know, even areas like Florida are are experiencing. Yes, they're having uh, 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 too much. I mean, they, again, they're having too much water. Surprise, surprise, the marshland has too much water. Yeah, too much water. <laughs> I do, I do. You love a good comeuppance for Florida. Um, <laughs> now, uh, some other things. Yeah, because... We should talk about too much water. Um, yeah. Um, we are talking about harvest. The, the... Um, Yes, and har- and farmers have been wet as the, the 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 news report I was reading on. Uh, I believe it was Vermont Public was the farmers are are a little less grumpy this week after the last week the really nice sunny weather we had because they finally had a chance to cut the hay, bale the hay, yeah. <laughs> and that good stuff. Oh yeah! Oh my gosh! They had to because they, they were knew moving so they needed fast to everywhere I went. Like not only trailers full of bales, everything. They just these guys, <laughs> these people, everyone is working nonstop to get hay. And you know, yeah, because we'll it's talk a, a little bit about it, haying uh, next week uh, because it is a very important. Uh, it is of, very, uh, very much so. There's uh, a lot of farmers are like they're here. they're really pushing to get as much in as possible right now because they're looking at a possible shortage over the winter. Yeah, very possible. Um, but yeah, I would I headed over to yep. uh, Randolph on 
Thursday, I think, Wednesday or Thursday. And man, it was just truck after truck after truck just yep. coming up through, uh, uh, gosh, what is that? 66, Route 66 over there. Um, and yep. it was just truck after truck full of hay. It was it was amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, and the um, other thing that happens yeah, with it, it's so um the hay that they're getting and, and with know, the corn so they're getting because it was so wet. Uh, and they well, it was like the hay. At least for the hay, is it it sat in the field too long, and it's actually not as nutritious as if it's a nice if it, they'd been able to cut it sooner because as it sits there, it loses nutrients. Yeah, and mm-hmm. uh, that has a yep. cascading effect going towards the yep. animals that require it to f- help feed us. <laughs> so this is this is yeah. So I I I'm predicting yeah I'm predicting uh, higher meat prices next uh, you know, late late winter early spring. I'm predicting we're going to see higher meat prices. Uh. I, it looks like we're going we're taking beef out of our diet um yeah like a lot i mean obviously we're going to treat ourselves from time to time i need a pot roast at some point yeah i mean i have i have but, unfortunately a teen um, yeah. you know we're going to stick yeah. to buying oh, a fellow across the road from me yeah i have a teenager uh, that unfortunately needs more more iron in their diet so probably going to have to incre- increase our beans which means i'm going to have to get creative with beans cuz i'm not a big fan of beans but I know there's so I know there's so much I could do. It just that it's one of those things that oh, the so it's do. the texture of them. I just which is which is my little bit of my 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 yeah. Well, that's for me with certain beans. Okay, so like kidneys, hate yeah. Um, but most of your white beans and pinto beans and black beans, I am on board. And if you make a good burrito, if you are making your own, uh, you know, if you're if you're using masa flour, you can borrow my our, our taco uh, press, yeah, um, or tortilla press. Sorry. Uh, and you oh, I find uh, I mean the tortillas are cheap. Tortilla. If you buy this, is, you like know, I go to I shop at Shaw's a lot, oh, and the Shaw's brand tortillas, they're they're cheap. Dollar ninety nine for like what is it the thirty corn tortillas? Ah, uh, yes, yeah. See, I, it, it's yeah. a good masa. Well, I, it's good uh, for tortillas. Um, not good for what I like like uh, to make, which is flour. my tamales. That's not crazy expensive. Yes. Right. Yes, tamale. Yes, yeah, and I mean, I love tamales so much, but they are an absolute process to make, and if the, and to make them right too, because I find a lot of places around here uh, don't cook their meat at the same time as they they make the tamales. So the the tamale uh, the the dough itself doesn't have as much flavor as as some of their southern counterparts right. because they're not using the the drippings from the meat. In the actual masa harina. Yeah. I need to work on I, so I need to work on protein beans and trying to because there are recipes and there are beans that can be made that taste very close to a meat substitute. Yeah. 
Well, black beans. Um, you yeah. Know, you can make a black bean burger, and it is pretty damn good. Um, but, you know, Meg and I will never mm-hmm. go full vegetarian, that's for sure. But um, but definitely yeah. economically. So have I, you seen the posts on Reddit of people posting their, their, their meager grocery offerings and then posting, like, a ridiculous dollar amount of, like, of, like, Wait, like, and like some, I've seen some of the posts where people are like, "Wait, wait, wait! I, you posted the receipt, yeah. and you bought five ninety nine butter, and you bought the most expensive eggs at the store, and you're complaining about your hundred and fifty dollar grocery bill." Uh, uh-uh, like not happening. So I mean, it's also about yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right, and this is. This is a lot of what the point of this show is, been. Mm-hmm. you know, uh, our original intent is yep. you can take the wind out of the sails of these grocery stores getting away with this shit. That's I got the one. Um, and uh, you can you can take the wind out of the sails by, you know, having my favorite springtime posts are the this is yep. a six foot by six foot square or this is a four foot by four foot square and this is what you can fit in here with companion plants and even if it's yep. just holiday meals you know what i mean when there's a lot of people coming over or you know harvest dinners yep. uh, you know like we're talking about um you can you can take the wind out of a lot of this by just having a small garden um having uh indoor growing setups you know the amount of space i see in people's homes that are just kind of filled with junk are you know and and i say that i've been cleaning out the attic for the last two days but you know so there's a lot of stuff going Mm -hmm. to the free pile but but the amount of effort that it really takes to just even have a window box or two chickens you know three is a better number but um uh, you know, to to just take that one thing out of your grocery bill, and you know, don't let Trader yep. Joe's fool you. That is the same. It's the same butter, damn butter. Although don't be don't be a, a a Vermont brat like me and buy Cabot and. No, I've actually I've gotten a lot better about whatever butter is on sale the cheapest, and lately it's been this. I can't even pronounce the name of it. But it's got a weird name. It's got like this ca- like weird looking cow on the front. It's yellow. It's it's been cheap. It's been cheap for like two ninety nine nine a pound. I'm like, yep, yeah, I'll take that. Mm. Oh, I don't know it. <coughs> mm-hmm. Throw throw a few bricks in the freezer when it's low. Um, and that's the other thing too is is to watch you know not only eat seasonally but also yes. you know pay attention to what you're doing I, I texted you very specifically this is a recipe that I found because I saw that pineapples are on sale nice and I was looking for very nice yeah that sounds crazy so, you know I saw that pineapples were too no you don't you watch watch the uh, sales like I we are very much you know, a family so that enjoys our chicken we enjoy breast meat chicken. Much. Uh, I'm not a thigh guy, which is a premium, but it's honestly by the pound breast meat chicken is cheaper than 90% of the beef. But cause I, I only buy it when it's like a dollar 99 or less a pound. Yeah. Well, with, with, with. Well, we also we buy whole chickens. 
Um, yes, let's back, back to harvest. Um, so you want? Do would you like to start with you? How uh, back to our garden to do things? But let's let's stay on track here with harvest, like. Yeah. Right. Well, I I want to I do want to cite one conversation I was having with a few folks on Friday uh, about their gardens and their growing operations and uh, all of that. Mm. Um, and specifically, you know, I was talking to the farmer that I'm going to be uh, potentially buying uh, hot peppers from uh, this coming year for hot sauces. And, uh, so we were kind of just chit chatting back and forth a little bit about what I'm looking for and all that kind of stuff. Um, and, uh, we, we all yes. kind of came to this conclusion. Hot peppers like sun. That peppers aren't as hot this year. And, you know, citing this to the too much. Too many clouds. Um, you know, and I'm finding that tomatoes don't take, yeah. And, you know, too much water, not enough clouds, um, you know, not enough capsaicin, you know, just didn't form the capsaicin the same. Uh, so that's really kind of a big hit, you know, and we were all like, well, I guess we got to start looking, you know, at grants for greenhouses, uh, you know, kind of the conversation. But um, it was just such a mm-hmm. huge, huge hit to the flavor of things and um, just my tomatoes sucked. Um, you know, and not only did I only get 12 quarts of tomatoes, but now they're just sort of coming in three or four at a time. And it's like, what am I doing here? I'm not eating tomatoes really. Yep. You know what I mean? Like we'll put the cherry tomatoes in salads and things like that, but I'm just making these, these, you know, as tomatoes are coming in, I'm making smaller things and I'm having to adjust from what I've done in previous years, which is, Oh my God, I have 40 pounds yep. of tomatoes all, all in one day to, okay, Ooh. I guess I'm just going to make a jar. Of Very nice. Today. Yeah. Um, and I mean, yeah, a lot, that's how mine, I mean, sauce, my garden's been like that all year where my tomatoes, like I've just, every day I'd go out and like I'd get five or six. Um, I think at most I had one day I got and, 10 in one day. And I just got to the point where I'm just like, I'm just, I basically eat these as a snack as walking while walking the dog because there's not enough to do anything else with them. And I just stopped picking them and just let, letting them go. And I'll, I will, because what I will do is I'll pull up my mat, my garden mats. I will just stomp them into the dirt, till it, buy compost, till it. Compost. This is also after I harvest my carrots, which is probably the only thing in my garden this year that did well. Mm-hmm. Yeah, our carrots are doing great. Uh, our beets mm-hmm. are doing great. Potatoes have done pretty well. Um, but yeah, we were supposed to be selling flowers like crazy this year, and they just didn't come in. They just never came in. I, I just got like our our sunflower patch over the last like two weeks, like like very last week of August and uh, the last two weeks of, of September. I'm finally getting some things. It's. Um, you know, and and I, th- I I I can only estimate what we lost at the farmers market by not yep. being able to contribute and uh, produce. Uh, you know, we had a couple bags of lettuce. We did some mushroom picking, um, which was mm-hmm. great. Yep, absolutely. I'm I'm I, I had I gave up on the cucumbers because they were coming in. But, 
uh, one or two a day if I get that, or maybe you would get a couple a week at one point. I mean, it's just not, it wasn't, it wasn't enough to do the things that I want or like to do, like making pickles. There's not enough cucumbers to, and cause, cause even trying to save them by the time I have enough to do even a small quart jar, the one, the first ones I picked are starting to rot. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and and the amount of setup and effort that goes into uh, canning. If you are not yeah. a canning person, see that's where my grandmother taught my at least for my pickle making. I can do it in a snap, where it's just like, yep, throw one mason jar in the dishwasher because that's all I need. And then I I I use with my pickles. I use the self sealing method of hot water my hot vinegar water mix in the can and that seals the can itself. Nope. Don't do a water bath for it. Nope. So I can do, I can do them quick in quick, very small batches without having to like make a huge Mm. effort of getting out the pressure cooker and all that stuff. And so, um, (laughs) yep. Well, I've got two pressure canners. One is stovetop, one is electric. The electric only holds four pints um, and makes things a lot easier as far as setup and breakdown. Uh, so I'll, I will use that a lot for smaller things, um, but it's 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 a lot of work, especially, you know, I guess when I did dilly beans yeah. this year, you know, I had enough that of green beans and dill and all of that to to do it. But I I, I think my big preservation yeah. task this year is going to be apples, because um, I actually have apples, you know, and um, and I kind of want to <laughs> tell you I went down to check the orchard yesterday, uh, and I only got to pick one apple before a yellow jacket like with the with the with the uh, nest underground. Uh, grabbed a hold of my ankle because I'm an idiot Ooh. and I was down there in sneakers and shorts and <laughs> I was just like oh, I'm just going to go grab a couple apples see how they are <laughs> and as soon as I got one apple there it was Damn, just nailed me I was down for the count for the day my ankle hurt so much uh, I think I went to bed around yeah, 7 because of the bed mine looked, I, I only have two I mean I only have two trees but, I'd love yeah, to hop so the fence to go to my neighbor's beach. property because they have some massive I think I trees that they don't do anything with uh, um, but my, my two trees are looking great I'm going to have to get a good a good 10 foot I, have to, I need a good 10 foot ladder because they are just I, yeah yeah. Well, I also have I, I can steal them from the our, as Andy Andy doesn't like me using the term steal. I borrow without telling from the office. I've got like six ladders, dude. And I have more than enough ladders there and it's just quick <laughs> quick hop up to the office and I'm there. I grab it and I just gotta I gotta go down, pick them, and I'm gonna chop yeah. them to make applesauce. Yeah. They're pretty ugly looking. They're uh they're blotchy on yes. the outside. <laughs> Some of them clearly have gotten wasps or other bugs in them. Those ones just go right on the ground for the deer. Go for it. 
Yes. Yes. Well, I'll tell you if my – so I told you a little bit about this, and I'm going to talk about it here for a minute if you don't mind, Eric, uh, my cider press idea. And I will make a video – I'm going to make a video that of like start to finish of this. I will actually put one on YouTube, <laughs> and I will put it on TikTok as well. So cider presses, not only are they very expensive for a good one, like a good stainless steel – you know, because I, I just don't need another thing to maintain with with a wooden one. I'm, I'm kind of getting creative this year, and I'm going to be able to modify it more next year. Uh, I've got two five-gallon buckets, one five-gallon lid, and me. And <laughs> that is the plan. So I'm going to take one bucket. I'm going to drill a multitude of holes into it. Yeah. And then I'm going to place inside of it the other bucket with a weight in it and put the lid on the top bucket. And I have a – don't ask me why I have it, but I have it's gonna a get, cider it's press It's going to get bag, messy. Like a five-gallon cider press bag, and I'm going to fill this mm. entire operation up with chopped up apples that I've run through the – I'd say if you have a KitchenAid, I have the – like I have the KitchenAid meat grinder attachment. Am I so, cooking the apples because it's yeah. – like, yeah, and, I, and I'm gonna be. See, I've got. I'm gonna take your idea, but I have a nice uh, um, juicer wine press style press. So I was actually gonna take your idea and oh, then use that press, which doesn't itself, take like nice easy crank, not a not a big one, but it definitely would have to me to break require me to break down the apples a little bit, which is where your meat grinder idea I love. Nice. <laughs> so yeah, and then I'm just going to yep. stand on this whole situation and squeeze the cider out into an even nice. bigger bucket. Very and, nice. Uh, just really just see what I get. And then I'll can it as much as I can. Of course, do applesauce, apple butter, all those good things. I found a really awesome recipe for apple butter. where you. What we mean, what we didn't apples. see at the Tunbridge Fair? So, yes, very excited about that. Um. So yeah, uh, harvest. Let's let's talk a little bit about what we saw at uh, at the yes. Tunbridge World's Fair before we we move on to other segments. Yeah. So anybody who is familiar with the Tunbridge yeah. World's Fair, um, will yeah. Yeah, some I mean, so Floral Hall is where all the vegetable uh, judging occurs. And I, it's uh, over the years. I mean, there's always been hit or miss years, but for the most part, that barn has been absolutely just exactly. Yeah, I mean, over practically overflowing because they have so many entries in the to to it. Um, and and I mean, going from everything from the largest zucchinis, there's usually like dozens of entries in the largest zucchinis tomatoes there's tons carrots tons everything there's just tons of all the stuff um the giant pumpkins are usually in the ranges of the 11 1200 range uh but then this year yeah pounds yes pounds yes and this year there's it was it, it, it was sad yeah it wasn't even that much it was pretty it was a I it wasn't big. It, I I wanted to say it was like four ninety or something. It was okay. not 
it wasn't big at all. But I also noticed that uh, one of the people that like in here in Sharon that normally has was, taken the first prize in, in at the fair in the past has actually stopped doing his giant pumpkins. I don't know if it was because of conditions this year or he just decided it's too much work and effort to do it all because to grow those giant pumpkins is a lot of work. And to do it right is a lot of work. <laughs> oh, wow. <laughs> yep. Yeah, a lot of diligence. Mm -hmm. Yeah, and usually, you know, in, in I've been to yep. five fairs now. Um of this one. I've, I've done them in other parts of the country, but uh, usually that hall is buzzing with people. And there's, it was, mm -hmm. and, and that was where we all chose to meet up, you know, and, and right outside of that hall, it's a great place to start. Nothing was pretty. Of, you know, the car the few carrots short, that were there were really sad looking, at which I'm glad my carrots look a lot better than those. About it, but that's what we ended up doing. We, we, we started looking yeah, at the tomatoes, what tomato offerings there were, were kind of, um. Yeah. Yes. Yes, my carrots do as well. Um, but it... mm -hmm. and in some ways, it was validating to how poorly things went <laughs> due to conditions this year. But you still you feel yeah. I mean, so this the last time I saw what if. Oh yeah, the the last time I saw a year like this was the second year I was it the first the second year I can't remember if it was the first or the second year I was back from Texas that we had a year like this. So it's been 14 years since we had a year like this. Um, the year we had Irene wasn't even this bad because it was uh we had I mean yes we had a lot of rain that year. But at the same time, it was we asked we had good breaks of sun, and it didn't really hurt the harvest super bad. Mm -hmm. Right. Right. With the you know the continued threat of mm -hmm. wildfires and wildfire smoke, which was detrimental after the Mother's Day frost took out so many things, uh, it just yeah it's it's a bit nerve wracking. Yep. Um, if your income is Ooh, tied to it, nice. Just you know your life is tied. I to do it. not. It's, it's a healthier way of living. Um, it's it's stressful. So we're going to be making adjustments and planning differently over the winter. Uh, I just got my Fedco catalog, mm. which I am super excited about. I don't know if you get the Fedco catalog, but it is the best. And I, I, I don't always order a lot from them, but on every single page, right. nearly every single page, there is something to learn. They have these wonderful sections where they teach you how to do something. I learned something about protecting it's, our yep. apple trees for in the spring, uh, you know, and just, you know, which is probably common. Knowledge yes. And see how we're, because I, I mean, I haven't seen the, uh, 2024 so almanac that. yet, but, um, but yeah, harvest is rough this year. 
I, I don't, but I, but it, it'll be interesting but to it, look back at this. It sometimes is right. It's close enough to being right because they look. Yes. I, I like their information that the way they present it because the way they gather it is they actually look at the past hundred years of like, okay, every year for the past hundred years, like this is what it's done on X date. And, and whatnot. And I like the way that's presented because that does give you kind of ideas of the trends and patterns of what you possibly can expect. Mm -hmm. Well, and I always go back. I mean, to that's pretty much what the Falmer's Amagadix is doing. Matt, yeah, both Meg and I take lots of pictures of uh, your, yes, your 10 acres, yes. Pictures have dates attached to them. So, uh, you know, so, but a garden journal is, <laughs> is hugely helpful because I'm only yep. looking. Yeah. And I'm, but I'm only looking at 10 acres. Yeah. And, and building this knowledge and you know no i mean i'm sure no i'm gonna it, like i'm gonna be working on some uh remedies at this me, point for trying to get things to improve okay next year uh i'm going to be adding a um a you have anything you want ton to of this year? ton of compost you can't use the word because you already stole it <laughs> But yeah, I'm going to do it. My goal is to, at minimum, try to raise the overall level of my garden by four to six inches. Mm -hmm. Oh! (laughs) It is, it is. It's going to be five, six loads of compost, if not more. And then as soon as I'm done tilling it, I am going to throw... I'm going to do a mix of rye... I'm actually going to yeah, do all three of the good fixers. I'm going to do rye, and white is, clover, and red clover. I'm going to make myself uh, a little mix uh, of the three and then just spread that out. And I'll probably be start mm-hmm. – I'm officially going to start probably working on that uh, next week because I think the car, my carrots are – they're they're just about ready to come up. Um, I'm going to leave the corn alone right now because I'm going to keep – it's going to keep on nice. chugging. Hopefully I get some nice – that nice glass corn. I don't know. I I don't think so. I think that's one of the we're not. Unfortunately, I'm. I grew up as a. I, my mom tried to feed uh, me vegetables, your, uh, but had to cheat a lot to get me like to eat meats. vegetables. I'm very much a. I'm a. I call myself a meatitarian. I. I I just I've never had a very good affinity for vegetables, especially green vegetables. I get. Broccoli, asparagus, uh, in, in oak. I, I can kind of do fr- like okra. I can do, but it has to be like a fried okra. Uh, but a lot of stuff. I just I'm not. I I don't like the texture of them. I don't like the flavor of them. Uh, and it's just one of those. I I worry that I also I, I may like I I might be on the spectrum, and it's one of those very very one of those things that it, it shows in that in my regard for my. The the way my body handles certain textures of food, like Ugh. cooked broccoli, makes me gag. <laughs> I've tried roasting it. I've tried a few different. Yeah. yeah. 
Oh, I've tried, yeah, the ton of garlic, ton of garlic powder or onion powder, because, like, yeah. those are my good flavors. Those are the good flavors that overpower everything. Do you ever try roasting it, though? It's not soggy, like, steamed, yeah. We'll toss it with just, like, onion powder and garlic powder right. and salt and pepper. Steaming's and... bad. Right. Well, because it's... In it. And it's crispy. It's not soggy and steamed, you know. You know, and, and you don't lose all the vitamins, too. Um, uh, so, I guess, uh, well, I, I, I did have a listener interaction this week. I was getting a ride back from the mechanic uh, from one of my neighbors, and, and unprompted, uh, she's and she's great. She's a good friend and a good neighbor. Um Rosie just says to me, so I tried listening to your podcast and I was just sort of bracing myself for the, oh boy, she's going to say something that hurts my feelings. (laughs) And she did not hurt my feelings. And I don't know what episode it was specifically. I should have asked, but she said that you and I were going on about how like winter being tougher this year that we are anticipating a rough winter yet she had to turn it off because we were stressing her out mm-hmm. and <laughs> it's like you know and in the moment you know i was just sort of laughed but you know rosie if i can yep. convince you to listen and, to it, episode, and it being over prepared is point. better than underprepared uh, like I'm still, I'm still currently. I I need to get a cord of wood. I've been putting. Uh, I keep putting it off because I'm, you know, I'm waiting for to have like to have this this whole inflation uh, thing not keep draining prepared. my bank my my my, uh, my paycheck. But because of inflation, I'm living paycheck to paycheck, and I do relatively well. Yeah, and I'm I'm going paycheck to paycheck. <laughs> I got neighbors. I got some trees I can chop down and chop up, and you do really well. Yeah, yeah, it's unfair. Yeah. Oh yes. So you know, just uh, okay. Winter's gonna nice. be hard, but you know, you got neighbors, so uh... yes. Yeah, and and Meg just went down to visit Rosie for a few minutes. Um, Rosie was our friend that had all that flood damage from the uh, inner basement this year, and brought her some strawberry jam and some flowers. So you know, just uh, take a picture of the flowers, and you can look at them in February. Uh, <laughs> um, and then next yes. week, uh, we just kind of came up with this before the show. Um, uh, me, I've been seeing some statistics that I want to talk about, but I was I was just watching the uh, vacation neighbor I have behind me cutting down trees Mm -hmm. and putting in more of one of my least favorite things, lawns. We're going to talk about lawns next week. Uh, They're they're sort of uh, Mm -hmm. integration. And there's a lot of NIMBYs that uh, like to keep them like uh, that. What's happening. Sometimes to the detriment of economic development. uh, Because I think there's a lot of people who don't really know much about haying. because you do see these lovely green rolling fields in Vermont, well, there's a reason. And um, people seem to think... Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, 
um, this fellow wants these rolling green hills. Yes, I I, I look forward to home. it because it's because uh, oh the propaganda machine is strong. But, uh, it's you know we have different attitudes. I got all next week. Yes, that's what I mean. I got like I'm gonna have some numbers and, and some uh, factoids and and it's it's all about big phosphorus. <laughs> da 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 da. You got all next week. <laughs> mm hmm. Well, and if you want to reach out to us here at the show, uh, you can email us at Broken Shovel Podcast eight zero two. No, we are not here. Uh, I am on uh, broken shovel farm. Uh, I'll be making a video about my nope, improvised nope. cider press, <laughs> and uh, you know, just search broken shovel farm. You'll find us out here. Um, uh, I think there's another one in the Midwest, but they rescue animals. We are not doing that. So, <laughs> yes. All right. Uh, anything to add before we say goodbye to the folks, Eric? All right. We'll talk to you all next week. <laughs>